guys to another episode of the Crook and Candle podcast. I'm Oz, uh, I'm Ozzy <laughs> I'm Trajan Antaeus. I'm, I'm Ozzy Antaeus. <laughs> Still waking up. Yeah. Um, we have a little bit of a different uh, episode today. Tried something a little different. Yeah. Um, and I'll get into that in a second. <clears throat> but um, first off, you can find us on all social media platforms and anywhere you get uh, podcasts, you can listen to us there. Um, we also have the video podcast version of this on YouTube under Crook and Candle. But yep. with that, how was your week? Uh, it was fine. Um, yeah, it, it was fine. Pretty regular, all things considered. Getting pretty busy at my work and all that. So that's a little stressful. But aside from that, things are fine. Also, uh, you did some work on me. Yes. Which so, we're going to get into. Yes. We did have something interesting happen. Yeah, actually. Um, yeah. So yesterday. Well, actually, let me just preface yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Uh, I tattooed someone, one of my clients. Oh, geez. A couple of a month ago or so. Mm -hmm. And really got along with him. Uh, this guy named August Broussard. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I... I I really enjoy when I'm tattooing people. Well, first of all, the thing I really love to uh, to do when I'm tattooing is design bigger tattoos and custom stuff. That's, yeah, that's I really love that. Um, but when I'm doing smaller works, you know, it, although it's not as exciting, a lot of times the conversations that come out of you know sitting with someone and, and tattooing them and talking are incredible and we had a really great talk our first uh time together and then he came in a couple of days ago and we were taught you know talking and tattooing and he was I, was I asked him like what have you been up to lately how's everything he's like oh i'm good i you know been working on this film and this script and you know doing storyboards i'm like wait a minute you do you do film <laughs> And yeah, so we talked some about that. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. You know, I got a film production company with my, my son, Ozzy. Mm -hmm. And uh, from there, we ended up talking on many subjects. But at the end of the uh, the tattoo, at first of all, it was a tattoo that should have taken an hour. <laughs> and, you know, three hours later, mm -hmm. we're finished. And it was just because we were having so much fun talking. Yeah. And talking about art. I talked about the podcast, um, you know, and he's a young guy. So, you know, talking to me like I have a ton of, of experience in kind of the art world. And uh, it was just really good. And at the end, I was like, you know, I'd really like to, you know, talk more about your idea. Mm -hmm. And then the next day, and actually one of the things I had talked to him about was, you know, being strategic as a creative person. You know, kind of if you, if you see that there might be a possibility there, try and make some little moves to make it happen. And so from there, the next morning, I got a I look on my um because I followed him on Instagram. He followed me back. And the next day there was a story and it was like, hey, does anyone know how to meet up or with a production company to help me with my film? And right away, I was like, that was for me. Yeah. That, that was really yeah. for me. He's being strategic. And so I reached out and I was like, hey, I, I, you know, I talked to Ozzy about it and we're very interested. 
And then, mm-hmm. so I set up uh, for yesterday for him to come over. And uh, I, I actually want to ask you, because we did, and we're going to talk about this in a future episode, we did initially when we bought our cameras and our equipment and stuff, we got tapped for a project for someone in Portland, and it turned into a total fiasco. Yeah, it was a shit show. And then, and then it was almost like the the person whose project it was wanted to blame us somehow, or yeah. Uh, so it it was, it, it was it was just it was horrible, you know. And so yesterday, uh, August showed up. Mm-hmm. Were you impressed? Yeah, I was way more impressed with uh, just them immediately. Uh, well, first off, I, I want to say. Um, when he came through the door, you know, and I, I just introduced myself and all that and we started talking like immediately the rapport I felt was very comfortable. Mm. Like it was easy talking to him. Mm-hmm. And that's usually a good sign when you're able to talk to somebody very easily and it doesn't feel awkward at all. There's no tension necessarily. Yeah. It's just you're talking to them and it's natural. So I'm like, OK, that's cool. And then um he had this binder like filled with like you know like little tabs little tabs and markers and shit and then he opens it up he's like oh i got the this outline and the script and he had he made you copies know, this, yeah he us. gave both of us a copy Kelly, take take your book okay fuck off yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm just handing i'm handing the or the, the ball and she's just standing there it's like whatever um but yeah so uh and immediately, like, I took a look at the outline, but then I went to the screenplay that he had. And I was looking through it. I'm like, this is an actual screenplay. And that was the first thing I said. I'm like, first, and I'm like, first of all, August, I want to say immediately, I'm immediately impressed. Just because it seems like you're taking this very seriously. Mm-hmm. Just based on looking at the screenplay and looking like a real screen, screenplay because yeah. um i'm not even going to get into the full story of uh the other project that's going to be a future episode maybe the next one we do yeah, yeah. uh because i think because i've been talking to you about doing that um but uh but yeah that that whole series that, that situation was so much worse and just immediately talking to august it's like okay it seems like this is a real project and this guy is serious about it and that makes me happy and just kind of listening to him kind of talk about his idea for the short film and what he wants to do and um you know kind of the impact he's looking to get out of the audience and stuff like that and how he wants to make the audience feel i'm like okay that's actually i like where his head's at mm-hmm. with the project it seems something uh, down my alley like it'd be cool to just be involved in a project that even though we may not because because it's going to be basically on no budget except for the fact that we're using this shit our gear you know our gear because that's kind of why we talked he talked to us yeah to make so, to make the his project as professional as yeah possible. exactly so there's not really going to be money involved but it's a passion project yeah it's a passion project and to me it's like i, I think i think the reason why i had a good time like just talking to him and you talking to him was that like every artist and creative person like they in fact he talked about it it was like you know every creative has this barrier where it's like they have this idea but of course it's hamstrung by the fact that money has to be involved right get things done right and that could be especially when it comes to film like that's a huge barrier oh sure you know in fact that's the thing it's like uh just just the camera we're using to record this podcast like 
we're kind of uh, privileged in the fact that we were able to be able to afford any of this. Yeah, because yeah. um, because yeah, it it it, it took uh, it, it was it was a kind of a gamble to like uh, ask for a loan, you know, yeah. angel investment, so to speak, yeah, yeah, and to be able to get that. So that's cool, and um, you know, to have a project to be able to do, especially after two years. Mm-hmm. Of not being able to do anything because everything was locked down. Yeah. Because of COVID. You know, it, it's cool to have, be able to do something. So I'm, I'm excited to see where that project or how that turns out. I'm actually excited to meet the rest of the crew. Yeah, I'm very, I'm very excited myself, too. Um, you know, the the our, our production business was more of a, you know, he, I mean, he asked me about it. I'm like, well, it's really slanted more towards business to business like i want to help produce content and video for other businesses that want to help tell their story yeah um, because social media and people pay attention to that stuff so much now and uh digital marketing is kind of where it's at so but i want to do things that are just creative yeah and i i'm a big storyteller i love telling stories that's why this podcast and you know getting interviews with people i want to hear the stories yeah you know so helping to do this is something that's really exciting and uh yeah it was kind of uh because today is sunday yes so you know it was kind of like end of the week little cherry on top you know and i've read the script once i'm going to give it another read i'm I'm already making little liner notes and stuff for Mm -hmm things i think as far as how we're going to shoot it but it was really cool I'm, I'm really looking forward to it and to be quite honest uh i could see august being one of our our guests yeah to talk about his up uh, you know he is young young man how but old is he i i don't know he's he seems, I would, seems early 20s yeah i'd say he was in his early 20s mid 20s maybe yeah um but yeah uh i'd love to talk to him because again it's a guy it's a it's someone who's early in their career has a real passion for it and and it shows in all the preparation that he he did for um his project you know he's actually doing storyboarding with people too so yeah you know very exciting um but with that yesterday uh you know we were kind of after our last episode episode 15 with uh, dino samisi um we kind of talked about what to do and we've been getting so many Con, uh, comments yeah the response to that video uh the podcast it's incredible it's great yeah yeah just uh going through all the comments um there were so many of them and it was a uh, very humbling to see all the the comments thanking us mm-hmm. for making that happen and uh you know it, it, i had no idea how well it was gonna do like i thought i was gonna probably get like a few hundred views that, that was just me being conservative about the estimate just because I've been so used to just because I there have been videos I've made that were passion projects where I'm like, oh, this is so good. It's going to get thousands of views. It doesn't get that at all. It's 11. Yeah, it's like 11, <laughs> 11 views. So it's like I, I think very low, you know, yeah, so yeah. to see that video do good. It's like, OK, yeah, we're, awesome. we're up around 2000 and it just keeps keeps going up. So yeah. That, and um, so I decided to kind of go or not kind of decided to go through the comments and find some of the best ones and um and actually one of the ideas uh for that interview was originally to get dino 
tattooed by you mm-hmm. and uh while, while we were while you were interviewing but that didn't happen so we we thought like kind of like as a follow-up to that video and to kind of do something that we didn't get to do for that video instead tattoo with, this guy yeah have have him <laughs> fill in my tattoo and um do some more work on me because I, I haven't been tattooed for a while for a while yeah. so um and i i know if this is this has had to have been we needed to finish this up so and if you're watching youtube right now you're actually yeah you're actually showing seeing, off his tattoo you're actually seeing the tattoo <laughs> in fact uh, if you're listening to this on the audio podcast um the next section you're gonna see is you'll probably get more a kick out of it if you're watching it but if you're not it's still you could still listen to it and yeah it's fine um also as a warning um the next session you're going to hear a difference in the audio quality because it's going to be it's in a large studio where i tattoo at and it's kind of got a little echo yeah and and because he was using the shotgun mic instead of uh these ones yeah so um so not so you're going to hear a little bit of a difference in the audio quality but you can still hear us just fine yeah so and with that, we're going to show the video of us, you know, thanking people and giving shout outs for comments uh, in regards to our last uh, podcast. And uh, you can watch me hurt this guy a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> here we go. Check it out. All right. And here we are. We're here at uh, Northwest Creations um, getting tattooed by my dad, who's behind the camera. Yeah. Uh, Trajan. And uh, yeah, we're just working on this bad boy right here. Uh, got a lot of uh, shading filled in and whatnot, but uh, still got a little bit more to do. Um, but yeah, it's gonna hurt a little bit more. Hey guys, crooked candle here mm-hmm. again, mm-hmm. changing it up a little bit. Yeah, uh, it's kind of funny actually, because um, I want to say when you did when you interviewed Dino out in Oakland, the plan was, I think we said it on the podcast, you were supposed to tattoo him while interviewing him. Yeah. But you didn't get the chance to. No. So in a way, to kind of make up for that, thought we kind of would do this um, while doing this follow-up episode. Um, he's already got a good amount of it done already, because um, we actually, when we came in, there was people already here. There was a kid running around. Uh, Obviously, probably not a good idea to do this <laughs> while a kid's running around. So, um, so now everyone's pretty much out. Um, but yeah, I thought we should we should uh, go through some comments uh, because because that's the thing. We're almost at two k views. Yeah, our last that episode that was episode fifteen. That right? was fifteen. The epi- the episode well, all the episodes before that one, we didn't really have an audience. Like, we, well, we had one person that would watch. Every time an episode came out on YouTube and would comment, uh, Top Cat, you know who you are, uh, would always comment, and I appreciated it. But uh, we were tr- trying our best to try to find that audience, and so when uh, we did the interview with Dino, we, you know, because because I was wasn't sure how many people were gonna watch it. I, I was thinking like maybe a thousand people or maybe a few hundred, but to see that it's almost like at two K views and we're still getting. Yeah, it blew up. Yeah, it blew up a lot bigger than I thought it would. And uh, yeah, we got a good amount of follows on our Instagram. Hell, when I did that uh, promo, that promo picture of of, uh, Dino smiling on Instagram and just tagged it, like, 
there's all these people that showed this interest. Like, holy shit, you're gonna do that? Where's the link? It's like, oh, it's the links in the bio. Mm -hmm. And next thing I know, the video comes out, and it's just I'm at work and seeing all these comments come in and all these um, views and likes and all that stuff. And it was really humbling to see all those people like subscribe and follow the Instagram page and all that shit. So, so as a thank you to you guys, wanted to kind of go through some of the some of the best comments I feel we're, we're not going to be able to get to all of them obviously if if uh, it was up to me I would just go through every single comment but uh, I thought the next best thing would be to go over some of the best comments we got and just kind of respond to them okay. yeah um, actually I was going to say like uh, I'm I'm super excited the way everything took off as mm -hmm. well yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. We, we did you know our first handful of episodes mm -hmm. um we were just kind of finding our legs yeah and yeah. we had many conversations about you know our audience and yeah. what we're trying to do and the original kind of tagline for crook and candle was um real conversations about art yeah real conversations with real artists yeah, yeah. and um at the beginning of the year we did an episode that was new you what was it called? New Year, New You. New Year, Something New like You. And we had, we had actually discussed what we needed to do. And one of the big things was have guests. Yeah. Um, and so Dino Smisi was our first guest. And I was so humbled and excited that, <laughs> you know, it, I got to do that. And uh, how that was definitely a step in the right direction. Um, before we get to the comments, um, I actually talked to... A couple of people already um, got have a person up here that I've known mm -hmm. for many years. I and she's been up here for a long time, ten years at least. And uh, I have I never reconnected with her, Missy Barons. Uh, and so hopefully we're going to be interviewing her. And then I'm going to be actually traveling down to the Bay Area with this guy. Yeah. Uh, hopefully by by May at the very latest, hopefully it'll be in April around my birthday. That'd be super oh, cool. Oh yeah, that'd be killer. And um, I would love to, you know, get a couple of interviews while I'm down there. One mm -hmm. of which I still got to talk to him, but you know, we got a lot of interest from people from the, um, from the Dino Samisi interview wanting to get more information or another side of uh, the story and, and another, you know, great and talented person would be to, to actually interview uh, Mouse, Matt, from Dystopia as well. And hopefully we'll make that happen too. Actually, it's funny that you mentioned that because one of the comments we got from uh, Beckett Fountain was, we need an interview with Mouse ASAP. Yeah. So, so yeah, thank you, Beckett. Yes. Um, that that's kind of the plan is to find because uh, in a way it's like the cool thing about doing that Dino interview like because I said it to you, um, that's that's going to be like our our quote, quote unquote clout episode to kind of show people that you know we're serious about this and that we um, you know we have access to certain people to talk to and um, so yeah and if there's demand for it which obviously there is because the uh, Dino interview did so well, and the fact that there are people that are like, yo, like, you should do this. Yeah, sure, absolutely, absolutely. We're gonna try and interview as many people, especially within uh, the dystopias, Asunder, 
you know the Oakland crowd. The, the Oakland I, crowd I was there for fifteen yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. The only reason the, the <laughs> only reason that Dino interview happened was literally because he is best friends with Dino. If that, who knows if that would have happened if uh, he didn't know him. But, uh, but yeah, it's it's surprising what you can do when you actually know people. So yeah. um, and we definitely want to do more of it just because of the fact that that interview wasn't about dystopia per se. Yeah, it was, it was about the person. It was about it was the about, person. It was about Dino. In fact, a lot of comments that we've gotten was like, were very appreciative of the, because apparently there was a good amount of interviews. Because I've seen, I've looked through like interviews. Um, and, and yeah, a lot of the interviews seemed very surface level, like about, it was about the band and like, uh, yeah, you didn't get music, to know about the people. But you didn't get much. to really know much about the people necessarily. And that, and um, the thing I think that really uh, spoke to people about the video we did was, or the, the podcast we did, was uh, that we got to kind of show you guys who Dino is and his thought process. And, you know, how, in fact, uh, I mean, I'm gonna look through some comments. Um, yeah, from Maddox, from Maddox, sorry, excuse me, from Maddox Sane. Absolutely love this. There's barely any interviews for these guys. I could only find the one with Todd and another one of, with all three of them, hilarious stuff. They talked about a show in TJ making fun of a Todd, uh, making fun of Todd talking to this death me death metal Mexican girl saying how she couldn't understand him. Ha ha. So, um, but yeah, it's like there's a good amount of comments that kind of touch on the fact that you didn't really get to know him that well. Um, but yeah, eventually we would like to, um, you know, get to interview more people that Dino has worked with. In fact, one of the people that actually commented uh, not necessarily on the video, but on the the Instagram was uh, Chio. So, Chio! Yeah, Chio. Yeah, she actually, so shout out to Chio. Uh, great interview, and I haven't seen you since you were little at Gilman. I think she's met, met me. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, that's the thing. It's like, I yeah, I remember, I remember meeting Dino back when I was a kid, and you know, seeing him play with Dystopia. Was it Dystopia or? Dystopia, yeah. Uh, okay. Did I see them play with Newthcrush? Newthcrush might have been on the on a bill with them. Totally. Okay. Okay. Totally. So was Dino not in Newthcrush at the time? No. Okay. So he so he took did he take over as the frontman later on? Uh yeah they had taken a long hiatus. Newth, uh, the okay. band Newthcrush, and yeah actually I wanna I'd love to interview um, Chio. Yeah, because be a great one. you know, I, again, I know Dino joined the group, to, you know, and Gary was uh, the bass player. He was would sing as well, and I think I don't know if he was just tired of it or what the deal was, <laughs> but eventually they got Dino to scream the lyrics. <laughs> yeah, so I'd love to find out more about that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, in fact, we're gonna read another comment. Uh, all I wanted to hear, uh, this is from Michael, M Mikal A, I, I, that sounds like a European name, Mikal, M-I-K-A-L, mm. I, I guess that's European, I guess, mm. I don't know where that would be from, but uh, all I wanted to hear about was the dichotomy and harmony of how they all work together, the art and collages were my favorite parts of Dystopia, so sick, um, yeah, didn't, like, Mouse, Mouse, Mouse did all the putting the collages together mm -hmm. and yeah, super, 
Super cool. I mean, it, it definitely reminded me, and their whole ethic, the DIY ethic. Mm -hmm. Dino talked about the band Cra yeah. Crass, and Crass, they did a lot of the same thing, a lot of, mm -hmm. you know, uh, collages and different types of artwork. So yeah, uh, Matt, Matt was doing, or Mouse was doing, you know, artwork for the band, and that was in a similar vein, you know, as crass because that was a big inspiration for them all I'm sure yeah yeah um, so we got another comment just mentioning how insightful of a how insightful of an interview it was a killbot and Gorgor attack I like that name uh, this was an insightful inter uh, interview and refreshing to hear this kind of honesty dystopia meant a lot to me for years and I still throw them on a bit made me want to be a better drummer which that's fucking cool. Yeah. In fact, in fact, like one of the things I think that was surprising, if anything about, I, I say surprising, but it, I guess it's not. It's just I guess it's more surprising seeing how many people came out and said things like that uh, to that effect. Yeah. That even to this day, people still like have this reverence for not only Dino, but like Dystopia as a band mm -hmm. and uh, how it influenced them. And, and uh, that, you know, that's a really cool thing to see. And um, it's cool that we were able to scratch an itch that people kind of wanted to have scratched. So uh, what, was the, uh, what was the comment from the 18-year-old? The oh yeah, I actually have it. Let me look through that. Cause there's a, yeah, there's a, yeah. Johnny, from Johnny Alfaro. I've been listening to Dystopia since I was 15, 18 now, and their songs and Dino's lyrics especially got me through a lot of shit in my life. I'd love to meet the dude and I'm thankful for, I, I, and thank him for all he's done. Yeah, so he's 18. Yeah, that's a new, new listener. A much newer, <laughs> and here's the thing, I could kind of relate, because like, because um, yeah, like a good amount of the music I have gotten turned on to in, in the more recent years, um, like was when I was much older and I didn't, I wasn't born then when they came out. Um, so like, like I, I listened to like a lot of uh, 80s kind of metal and even like Black Sabbath and shit like that from the 70s with Ozzy, um, which is where I got my new name. And uh, you know, and it's like, yeah, a lot of the shit that I, I, I'm, I find influence in is stuff that I wasn't even around for necessarily. So it's kind of cool to see a band like Dystopia that, that which was around in the nineties mm -hmm. yeah. and to see that there are people who are young actually finding influence and, um, you know, uh, I guess support, I guess is, I don't know if that's the right way, um, to put it, but like the fact that, that, you know, that 18 year old kid, uh, what was it? Johnny, Johnny. You know, got him through a lot of shit. Like that's that's, music, that's fucking dope. Music is the great healer, I think. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and actually, when I was when I was in high school myself, many many moons ago, mm -hmm. um, there was bands that you know when you're younger, kids tend to be clicky. Yeah. You know, they don't, they, don't listen, of, they don't all listen yeah. to the same music, mm -hmm. and so there was music that I didn't listened to, I'd heard of the bands like Sam Hain, The Misfits, mm -hmm. um, Susie and the Banshees, I didn't listen to. These are bands I knew of, but I didn't really listen to them. And Iron Maiden, I hated Iron Maiden, <laughs> just because there was this kid that had the, the, the red hair and the spiky mullet, and 
you know, he was he was like a Beavis kind of character or Butthead. I'm not sure which one it was. Yeah, but but oh, yeah, wanna, speaking of Beavis and Butthead, there was actually I I don't know if they did an episode about Iron Maiden, but I know there was this episode they did on the kid who was wearing a winger t-shirt yeah and like he would get made fun of like constantly for liking winger which by the way winger is a good band i think it was really good (laughs) but yeah it's like fucking like there's just this point too where certain kind of music just kind of became massively uncool the more popular it became and Oh, there's a lot of uncool music that uncool music yeah that's the whole point i like the cure Oh, I yeah, hated yeah. The Cure. <laughs> um, I hate Duran Duran. Actually, Duran Duran, I secretly liked them. <laughs> but it was it was like junior high school and any any band, especially uh, fronted by a, a guy band, right. where all the girls were swooning, yeah, I, mean, I just hated them. Right. That was, that was kind of a thing where it's like <laughs> if you were a guy and you... Admitted that you liked Duran Duran, you were fucking gay or some yeah, shit, yeah, yeah. and you'd be made fun of super mercilessly. And now, now, it, especially you go and you hang out. I hang out with older people, but they're my age and my friends. Mm-hmm. The music we put on, we don't listen to just punk, right, or anything. We listen to music that's good and definitely music that brings us back to our youth. There's a lot of nostalgia mm-hmm. in these songs, so. Don't sleep on, you know, music. Oh, you got to be open to a well, lot of things. And that's the thing, too. Like, eventually, uh, I, find, I especially at the older I get, I, I think as you get older, your tastes just expand. Yeah, it's like, your, it's like your palate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, your, pa- yeah. your palate changes over time. Like, I used to hate broccoli. Now I like broccoli. <laughs> I used to hate spinach, especially when it came in a can. Oh, gross. That, that shit's disgusting. That's still disgusting. But, like, if you make spinach right, or you, you or you just take the raw spinach and put it in a sandwich or something like that, it good. tastes fucking good. Oh, so yeah. there's nothing wrong with spinach. But it as a kid... It would make you barf. Yeah, yeah. When you were a kid. Yeah, yeah, I hated that shit. Like, and I know, like, uh, what was it, Popeye? Like, that was the whole... His superpower, like yeah, spinach. Eat, eat a can of spinach to get the really big buff arms to beat up Bluto <laughs> or some shit. Yeah, so, but uh, yeah, let's go get back to some. Oh yeah, there's this one uh, comment that kind of uh, speaks on like how dystopia and you know got him through some tough shit uh, from Lickanthropy. Lycanthropy. No, no, it's spelled Lichen, like L I C H. Lichen. Lichenthropy. I don't know how to. I don't know how to pronounce that. I apologize. I'm not sure if you're gonna see this, but I think it's lichenthropy. So I apologize if I got that wrong. Dude looks like a crazy native elder and shit, and sharing crazy native elder wisdom. But for real, dystopia got me through a lot of dumb shit. And whenever I play a dystopia song, I gotta hear more before changing it. Would have been sick to hear about the Asunder days, but whatever. Still 10 out of 10, and would recommend. Thank you. Thank you so much. I could definitely probably sit him down and talk about Asunder as well. <laughs> sure. I mean, yeah, that would be a cool like follow-up podcast to do with him. Like, yeah. If he ever chose to do it. It's... Because literally Dystopia broke up, and then there was a little space mm-hmm. between, you know, Dino doing another project, and that was Asunder, which by that time everyone in the scene was kind of checking out you know, doom music and, and Asunder was just an, another incredible band that he was in. And uh, so many people really, again, like that music as well. Yeah. 
Um, so we got another comment from <laughs> Crack Dot Dweller. <laughs> like, that's pretty funny. Uh, dystopia helps going through the days, hearing stuff you deal with every day. Hearing it in music form is really sick, being able to know you're not alone. Love this, thanks. And um, yeah, actually, I think that's a cool little point to hit the nail on because um, cause I feel some of the music I, I especially have listened to over the years is music that is uh, touched on like real shit um, mm -hmm. that uh, is very interesting, but also do it in a way that's like, cause, cause, cause there's so many people nowadays that are trying to focus on the message and shit, but they fuck this up where they'll try to make the message the main point of their art to the detriment of the art itself. Mm. And, uh, cause you know, you look at movies, look at comics, look at, um, you know, cartoons, like there's so many, like uh, of those things, uh, pieces of media that try so like try hard like try hard so much to hit home a message but a lot of the times i find the message is either really not well thought out and fucking stupid when you really start to think about it or be just the or both or just the art itself sucks and can't hold the message up for shit well that was one of the comments that uh Dino made that was so yeah. poignant where yeah. he said, you know, everyone wants to change the world, but how do you do that if you don't even know who you are? Right, exactly. And uh, that's so true. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like, especially in t today's day and age, you got like Twitter, you got like uh, Twitter warriors, as they call them, mm -hmm. where it's like there's so many people that are like, we need to change this and change that, but it's like a lot of these motherfuckers on Twitter, like, they, they probably fucking live in a shit sty house and don't have their shit together. So it's like, how are you going to fix the world, motherfucker? Yeah. Like, you ain't going to fix shit. You, you can't even balance a checkbook and you want to fix the world? Fuck off. <laughs> you know? So, so yeah, I, I do agree with the notion that, you know, you need to figure yourself out before you fix anything. And it's super important to do so as you grow up. And then we got another comment from... No, no Passaran, I think that's how you say that. Uh, I've never had a band mean as much to me as Dystopia. They've been my favorite band for over a decade. I've never got sick of them. When I do, it's time to hang it up. I'm not sure what he means by the end there, like mm. time to hang it up. Like if, if he means just, um, like I don't know, just the, the listening to the band, I guess. Yeah. I don't know, but. Uh, well, it means he's an old fogey. Oh, probably, I yeah. guess. Actually, and Dino, if you listen to this episode, I want to share something. Um, yeah, the whole thing made me really nostalgic, and I, <laughs> I ended up watching a bunch of videos of shows that they played on tour, and especially uh, videos when they were playing at Gilman. And uh, I, I think I sent it to you, it was like a couple days ago, mm. and I played this, it was, it was Dystopia, uh, uh, yeah, uh, playing Gilman in 2002. I'll probably put a clip in here. Yeah, and there were there was actually two two songs. One was Population Birth Control, where he does the breakdown. Yeah, people don't die off. And the whole place is screaming the lyrics. And then uh, their last song of that night was Hands That Mold. And I listened to it, and I, 
I got a little misty. I, I, sh I shedded some tears um, just for the time of my life that that was in. The incredible feeling of community um, being at those shows. Um, so many of the people that were into that music had had, had kind of hard lives, me included. Mm -hmm. So, you know, hearing the music and, and being able to see it again, it really, really touched me. Sure. I wish they would get back together, even if it was for four shows. <laughs> but, you know, who knows? Yeah, it's, who it's, knows? it's in the God's hands. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's in the hands of the universe, if you want to put it exactly. that way. So it's, it's up to him. It's up to actually all of them, like uh, if they want to ever do that. But uh, yeah, I would, that would be really cool if they got together. I, and I know the people that are commenting on our our uh, episode fifteen, like they would probably want to see that too. Oh yeah. In fact, comment down below if you'd like to see uh, Dino and Dystopia get back together. Yeah. And do if, you, a, if you want to see Dystopia, leave us a comment. Yeah, we'll make sure to send all those comments to Dino directly. Yeah, and bug them. Yeah, bug them about it. Um, Got another comment from Arisen MA, or Arisen Ma, I, I'm not sure how to say that, but um, imagine Dino banging an ice cream container drum set as, he, as a kid, put the biggest smile on my face, enjoyed every minute of the show plus interview, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for enjoying it, That I'm glad we gave you something you wanted to, to, to see. But yeah, like that, that, that part of the interview I actually really liked, but I, but I think uh, the reason why people liked that part of it especially it's like because a lot of people I, I think i told you this too because we were talking about it it's like a lot of people they kind of think like they when they see whether it's a band or someone who's super successful well however you want to define success um you only see the end product and you think that they just got that way overnight and it's like no it's not the case at all and uh, usually it takes many, many years of dedication of doing what you want to do in order to get anywhere. Yeah. And, uh, and that fact that uh, Dino, his dad was like, oh, I'm not going to get you drum lessons. You know, that's not real music or whatever he said. And he just decided to take Dryer's uh, ice cream uh, drums canisters. and canisters <laughs> and pots and pans and made a makeshift drum set. I remember that. <laughs> I actually remember that. I remember his wicker basket. Uh, <laughs> his wicker basket, I think, was his snare. Because <laughs> it made a specific, it didn't make a dumb sound. Okay, it made yeah. More it's, okay, yeah. Sound. That's actually very clever. Yeah. Very yeah. clever. But yeah, that's the thing. It's like, if you're really, um, that's the thing too. It's like, because one of the things I think we've talked about on the podcast before was like, if you're driven and you have a passion for something, it doesn't matter if you have the means to do it, you'll find some way to do it. Mm -hmm. and, and if you are really driven, eventually the more work you put into it, the better you'll get and you'll get somewhere with it. Um, whether it's you become a multimillionaire, like uh, you know, touring the world or whatever, if you're a musician or uh, say you're a painter and you're trying to sell paintings for $500,000 or some shit, to uh, some some uh, rich people, it doesn't happen right away. It doesn't happen right away. It takes a lot of work, and uh, and to me also the thing is too, like um, it, especially when it comes to success, it's like success. I feel you know shouldn't just be defined by the money you make, but rather just are you feeling fulfilled 
Yeah. You know, and are you are you happy doing it? And if you are, then I think I think that's success. Definitely. So yeah, I think we're starting to get uh, get running out of the uh, comments here, but uh, got some more. Uh, relief of pain. I couldn't stop smiling from excitement through this whole thing. Dystopia means so much to me. What an absolute legend. Thank you so much for creating this. Thank you. Really appreciate that. Um, and then, uh, actually, I think that might be it for comments. I'm, I'm looking through again just to make sure. But, uh, but yeah, I think that's... Well, I'm going to do the same thing that these people have done. Um, I'm going to thank Dino Sumisi for being who he is. I, you know, it's... Uh, He's like a spicy meatball. It's, it's like, you know, you might not be used to spicy meatballs, and it might be something that it, it takes a little while for you to get used yeah. to it and realize that it's full of all this flavor. And, you know, that's, that's mm. Dino to me. He's a spicy meatball. He's, he's something you have to... You have to take your ego out of the equation and just, and cause what he, what he is and what he, why he's so um, influential on people is one, he's, he's very positive when it comes to someone asking him or talking to him about, um, you know, their, their fucked up lives or I want to be in a band and I don't know how and da, 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 da. Dino always tends to give you the raw and uncut answer yeah, that no, you're looking for. Yeah, no nonsense. Which is really rare in this world where everyone parses their words. Yes, and super every, safe. Everyone's really worried about hurting someone's feelings. And uh, that was the thing that I always found super um, refreshing about our friendship is he would call it straight up how he saw it. And, and mm -hmm. more often than not, he was right on with it mm -hmm. you know if you if you want to do something don't just talk about it do it make a plan and then stick to the plan you know find your passion and so again he was super in, 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 um, influential on me and I, I always again thank the stars above that I had the opportunity to grow up with him Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to finish off a little bit of this tattoo, but that was it for today. We just wanted to give a shout out to all the people that yeah, have been commenting. Yeah, even if we didn't get to your comments necessarily, uh, we do read them. And uh, like I make sure, like I've made sure to respond to almost everybody on that comment thread. It just got to a point eventually where I couldn't because there were so many comments coming in. Yeah. Um, so I couldn't get to everybody, but I do read all of them and I try to make sure. In fact, I encourage you guys, like if, in fact, if you even have ideas for like, say people want us to interview, like go ahead, if, or if you have any suggestions for the podcast or things that you might want to hear us talk about, like leave suggestions down below or if you just make a very good comment we'll make sure to mention you guys on the podcast like because again without you guys this we wouldn't be doing this really yeah. Yeah. like the, the reason we're doing this is so we can have our audience and uh, without our audience we don't have anything so um, but yeah we really appreciate all that and we definitely want to inspire everyone that's listening yeah so that's another reason why we're doing this absolutely and we are back that was a fun little excursion it wasn't our normal thing but i again we just it was so 
humbling to see all the messages. Yeah. Um, and uh, we were just before this, I was like, you know, I, I'm, I'm like, I know Todd from Dystopia had moved to like Milwaukee at some point. So I'm like, I wonder if he's back in Los Angeles because I hope he is. Because <laughs> really, I would like to hear, I'd like to do similar interviews telling their stories, how they got where they're from, how they got interested in music, how they got into the bands, you know, how everything happened for them individually. Yeah. So I'd like to eventually uh, tat, uh, tattoo. I'd, actually, I'd like to eventually uh, get an interview with Mouse. And then eventually, if he's in L.A., I'd like love to get a, an interview with Todd as well so we can have the trifecta of uh, the guys from Dystopia kind of give the background on their lives and, and what their story was. But, um, yeah, I, I, I really had fun with that one. It was very different, yeah. tattooing, tattooing yeah, yeah, yeah. and doing it at the same time. Yeah. Um, and actually, I have a friend, a longtime friend who's up in Seattle, Missy Barons, and I'm trying to lock her down because she's, she's an incredibly uh, creative woman. And um, she asked me, "Hey, have you? Do you ever have you ever done an interview while you're tattooing someone?" And so I was like, "Well, you know, I'm gonna tattoo my son Ozzy, and we're gonna do a little podcast, record it, whatever." And I was like, "What? Do you want to get tattooed by me while you do an interview with me?" And she's like, "Heck yeah!" So <laughs> that's probably coming up um, sometime soon. But we definitely have some things going on in the pipe. Yeah, yeah. Some more interviews and uh, some interesting stuff. Uh, anything you're looking forward to in our coming up episodes? Um, Kali, no. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to the, you know, the future interviews and stuff like that. And to be able to, well, to be able to get people on the podcast in the same space would be cool too. Like, you know, to be able to have a third mic kind of situation. Yeah. Um, to have it more, you know, comfortable and sit back, kind of laid back. Yeah. I mean, I really situation. would like to get, uh, I'm going to see about uh, renting a podcasting studio. Studio. Yeah. Yeah. We've been talking coming. about, we've been we talking can, about doing that. So, um, yeah, so that's something to do. So yeah, I'd like to, I'd like to see about doing that this coming episode which would be episode 17 and see if we can actually get august get a third person in there and, yeah and, uh, oh, yeah absolutely that'd be that'd be really, it really cool um in fact uh to be able to do that again like it, it would be cool just because it would remind me of um when i was doing the the other podcast i was doing back in the day zombie zombies called a knife fighter yeah yeah stupid yeah. name i came up with <laughs> i liked it but um but yeah like it to kind of go back to doing stuff like that again to have someone else to bounce off of and you know especially in terms of uh this podcast you know what what's the tagline again Re real conversation re real conversations with real artists yeah exactly is our tagline. Yeah, yeah so it's like um yeah like i think to be able to just sit down and because i think that's the direction we need well not think that is the direction we should be going because clearly that's why people responded mm -hmm. so positively that to that video it's because yeah. because you sat down with dino and had a real conversation with them well actually it was interesting too because uh we were we started this last year 2021 mm -hmm. and uh you know the first couple was just kind of like to get our feet wet yeah. and get into it. 
And then uh, we had some interesting conversations uh, as at the end of the year. And, um, you know, it kind of went like, well, how do we, you know, what do people want? What, you know, we're giving them stuff, but, but what do they really want? And we really had to kind of be strategic about what we were thinking about doing for mm-hmm. our future. And then as we, we'd sat and had meetings about it and talked about it, we were like, let's get some, let's get some interviews done. Let's yeah. get some guests on here because I think, you know, we, we're, we're labeled an educational, you know, channel or podcast. And, um, I think, Anyone that's interested in being creative and and the creative process, they get the most out of actually hearing the stories of a person's, um, their path and their journey to become a creative. And Mm -hmm. uh, again, the interview with Dino was, it really showed that, yeah, that's what the people were looking for. So what we did was we took our own advice and we asked ourselves some deep questions about what we need to do to really start uh, making a dent as far as people paying attention and and giving it a listen. So, well, and I think also one of the appeals of a podcast is to be able to involve people in it and to, you know, which that's just a cool thing. You know, that's why I like the with this episode, I wanted to highlight the comments that we got from our commenters because because because, yeah, without those people like engaging with us, it's like we don't really have an audience. And that's kind of one of the things we wanted to get out of is to not not have an audience, but to have an audience we can engage with. Yeah. You know, so um, so that that's really cool. You know, and even even though like most of the comments were kind of generally in the same kind of ballpark because of uh you know what we you know what they were talking about ultimately like the thing that stood out to me and that thing i really enjoyed was reading the comments that were like thank you at the end of it like thanking us yeah you know and it's like because as long as we're able to provide something that you guys want to see and listen to and all that stuff and you know we continue to please you guys then that's that's kind of the direction you should go to yeah so indeed and with that, I know this today's episode wasn't incredibly long or anything, but it was a fun one. And uh, we look forward to the one coming up, episode 17. Mm-hmm. But with that, we're going to get out of here. I know I got to get to work. You got the day off, lucky guy. And uh, that's it. Thanks for listening to the po- uh, yeah. the Crook and Candle podcast, and we will see you again next week. Yeah, take it easy, guys. We're out. We're out.